over the last month, we've been discovering how to experience God in our lives to a greater degree. And we've been learning that there are certain behaviors, we've called them practices, that enable us to access God's activity in our lives, to experience God's love and mercy, his comfort, his power, his strength, and his guidance. And so over the last month, we've been experimenting with these practices, some very core practices like prayer and Bible reading and worship that have spun off to allow us to experiment in some other kinds of practices, things like meditation or reflection, things like comp- confession and celebration. And as we've experimented with these behaviors, these, these practices that for many of us may feel quite unnatural, we've learned something. That as you allow things that might be unnatural to become more natural, it actually opens us up to experience more of the supernatural in our lives. Because the way that we access the life of God within and among us is by engaging in the kinds of practices that can access it. Well, today we want to consider one more of those practices. The practice of forgiveness. The practice of forgiveness. That might seem odd to you because uh, on a morning like this, Good Friday morning, uh, we gather to celebrate forgiveness and to celebrate the reality that forgiveness is available through what Jesus Christ has done. Uh, Good Friday and all of the songs and the prayers and the scriptures ultimately focus on the cross of Christ where Jesus voluntarily gave up his sinless life to pay a spiritual penalty on your behalf and mine for our sin so that through his shed blood he could set us free and enable us to engage in a new kind of life and relationship with God where we could experience his forgiveness fully and completely, no matter who we are or what we've done. So Good Friday is intended to be a celebration of God's forgiveness that is really only as meaningful as our experience of it. We're only going to celebrate God's forgiveness as we've experienced it ourselves. But we've learned something this past month, haven't we? About what it's like to experience dynamics of God's activity in our lives. And we've learned that if we're going to experience God's activity, we've got to engage in the practices that allow us to access it. And the same thing's true with the dynamic of forgiveness. If we're going to celebrate God's forgiveness through a real experience of God's forgiveness, we actually have to practice the act of forgiveness in order to access it. You might not realize that, but that was core to Jesus' teaching, among other places, in Luke chapter 6 and verse 37. He says there, do not judge And you will not be judged. Do not condemn. And you will not be condemned. Forgive. And you will be forgiven. He says forgive. And you will be forgiven. It's as we extend. Forgiveness to other people. That we open up the valves of our heart. To experience forgiveness from God. To a greater degree. 
That's why in the core prayer that Jesus taught his first followers to pray that we've been trying to pattern over this past month and kind of study and memorize and engage in what we call the Lord's Prayer. Part of it says this in Matthew chapter 6. It says, forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. For those of us who've prayed this over the last month, have we realized just how contingent our experience of God's forgiveness actually is on our capacity to offer and extend forgiveness to people around us who've wronged us. And we think that that's an outrageous concept or impossible for us to do. Just appreciate that Jesus himself modeled that kind of forgiveness as he hung on the cross. Whereas we've already considered today where he said, Father, forgive them. For they do not know what they're doing. The essence of Jesus' work on the cross is forgiveness. And forgiveness that's available to you and me, no matter who we are or what we've done in the past. But to experience that forgiveness, like we've learned all month, we've got to engage in practices that access it. And when it comes to experiencing the forgiveness of God, the way that we plug into it, the way that we flick that switch on and the way that we open up the tap of God's forgiveness to flow and be experienced in our lives to a greater degree is by increasingly offering it to other people and engaging in the practice of extending forgiveness. So the bottom line this morning is who in your life is God challenging you to offer forgiveness to? Who in your life has wronged you that you may still be carrying that if you extended forgiveness to them, you would actually open your heart to experience a greater freedom and a greater degree of God's forgiveness of you. As you consider that, uh, we're going to give you an example of what this looks like by sharing a story of someone in our community from our Welland location, a guy by the name of Neil Ridley. And as you enter into Neil's story, I want you to also consider your story of who God might be asking you to offer and extend forgiveness to even right here, right now, this morning. Because if we're going to truly celebrate the forgiveness of Jesus Christ on Good Friday together, we're going to celebrate it because we've experienced it but we're only going to experience it, experience it to the degree that we've extended it to other people. The practice of extending forgiveness to others allows us to experience more of God's forgiveness ourselves. And it's as we experience more of God's free and available forgiveness for ourselves that we can truly celebrate together this Good Friday. So check out Neil's story.